Welcome to the Campfire Passport Podcast. You've got me, Sean, Colin, and Tyson. And then for about this much, if you're listening to the audio version, this much is about 20 minutes of Mike on the podcast as well. He was supposed to be there a little earlier, but he had a bedtime malfunction (laughs) and he did not make it. So, Uh, But we did get to catch up with him. Uh, I did mention in there a couple things that I'm sure he's going to tell us we're wrong about on the the next podcast but you know such is life that's what we do um we go through some rig update stuff just normal bs really nothing nothing crazy no big topic this time um we talk a little bit about what makes colin mad on the internet which is a lot of things we just scratch the (laughs) surface where to to start Um, exactly um Otherwise, yeah, just enjoy the show. Like, comment, subscribe. Um, buy our new shirt about Land Cruisers. It's so cool. Um, anything else, Colin? No, let's get into it. I feel like my one topic we need Mike for, though. It's mm-hmm. not even a topic. It's just a soundboard clip that uh we need to go through a little bit Mm. um mike's opinion always welcome it is and it's usually uh interesting (laughs) good way to say it right that's that's (laughs) definitely accurate not often unique but often unique enough (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah uh well colin said that we would talk about rig updates and that we would try to carry this long enough that mike could catch us because he's probably 20 minutes out but mike is like uh notoriously on time his on time is early which i very much appreciate mine isn't really but i like it to be if it can be that makes any sense i really like being early but that's not the way my life works a lot of times. So, yeah, yep. to be on there. time is to be early to be. Yeah. Otherwise you're late. That's right. I think it's the right. old saying that I just made up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, um, Tyson, what happened? Uh, what happened to your Jeep? Ah, this is a good topic and it will take some time. So <laughs> <laughs> after an outing, where we got to see raw dog go raw uh, dog dog. I was really determined to get up a specific line. So determined that uh, I went foot to the floor, caught air, did not remove foot from floor and shocked the drivetrain coming back down. Um, the, harmony of everyone watching with the collective oh (laughs) as the metallic ping bang breaking sounds occurred so upon disassembly found that the front ring and pinion uh in pieces numerous teeth left in the oil uh the rear dana 44 that i put in with the lunchbox broke both axle shafts <laughs> that those, was awesome were those stock axle shafts i'm assuming yep yeah okay. they were stock out of the, the 88 jeep donor vehicle huh. 
Um, because I wanted to keep the lunchbox, uh, and with the splined ends of the axle shaft still in the locker, I ended up having to cut the carrier apart and uh, got the shop press to push out the, the stubs. So it's fortunately the locker is reusable, carrier not so much because <laughs> it got cut in half. <laughs> Didn't you say you I, had the wrong carrier or something? So I thought I had a spare. Okay. And that was because I bought a I bought the lunchbox in a carrier, but I put the lunchbox from my uh from that one into my carrier, thinking, what the hell? I'll have a spare. If it came out of this axle, it's probably gonna go easier back into this axle. Logic at the time that made sense. So yeah. Putting the lunchbox in the, what I thought was a spare, turns out there are, it's called a, a carrier brake, I believe, where depending on the ratio of your ring and pinion, the carrier is going to be a different shape to facilitate more or less teeth on that ring. So without doing any research, I just, I put the lunchbox in the spare put the new 488 ring on it, uh, threw it in the back, and I had, I don't know, a half inch worth of backlash. So I grabbed every single shim out of the kit <laughs> and set pinion depth, you know, at 250 thousandths worth of <laughs> shims, <laughs> which is a quarter inch. <laughs> you start mar- measuring in a different way. <laughs> uh and that got it down to uh about a quarter inch of backlash and i just could not figure it out and so it was a day and a half of between work and other weird projects on on the jeep uh before figuring out that carrier brake difference and so figuring that out amazon has a brand new Yukon carrier that I need for a hundred bucks. So that's pretty good. Not, that's pretty good. Yeah, price. Not bad. They could be a lot worse. <laughs> they make nice stuff for that kind of price point. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, now I can say I've got some Yukon stuff. I can put the Yukon sticker on the Jeep now. And <sighs> Man. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's going to be impressed. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I also ended up getting, uh, replacement ring and pinion. When I broke everything, I initially thought I broke both front and rear ring and pinion. So I preemptively ordered new gears. Um, upon disassembly, finding out the axle shafts breaking, ordered Cromali replacements. So I will break something a lot more serious next time. Hopefully, <laughs> U joints. Maybe that's probably the weakest point at this time, but yeah, yeah I will find out. <laughs> um, man, what is else? That, is that, hold on, before we go too far, we've yeah, had this yeah. conversation a hundred times, I'm sure. So but is that a Dana 30 in the front of that still? Still a Dana 30. Yeah. It is from Mike's TJ. Yeah, project. that makes sense. 
Yeah. I believe um, so, yeah. Because he had the chromoly axles with the Dana, uh, excuse me, the 488 gears already in it. Yeah. So rather than source 488s for the high pinion 30 that was in the Cherokee from the factory and the stock axles, I opted. Mike gave me a killer deal with the the low pinion 30 chromoly axles, the gears that I wanted that I inevitably broke. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm breaking even here. Yeah, I, I'm sure that someone will tell me I'm wrong here, but is the high pinion more desirable in that scenario? Yeah, that's what I'm told. Yeah, that's what I thought. It, it's it's mostly clearance, though. It's not actual strength, I don't think, right? Just because... I am not mm. sure how strength-wise it would be superior. There's there's some... There is something to be yeah, said about the way that... the Because of, the, because of which side really? it... Uh, it drives from because it changes the coast side yeah. and drive side. So, and it, it's basically that the, when you have a high pinion diff, the theory there is that it runs on the stronger side of the ring gear rather than the weak side. So. Well, I found the weak side. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you did. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if being a high opinion would have made that much difference. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's hard. It's hard to say at, at that case that the amount of carnage you had in there, it's it's hard to say if it would have been any better, really. But yeah, it's too too late for that now. Yeah. <laughs> Man, Colin, you hit it right on the head, by the way. I just Googled it. And yeah, it's because of the way that it uh, that the opinion, which because of the rotation way it, it goes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because of the way that it is. Mm-hmm. Anyways, <laughs> Dana, Dana 30's break. We know that. Yeah. Dana 30's break. I'm I'm riding this one as long as I can until I can find a, a 44 that makes sense. Um, or I do enough damage to everything that tons, full size tons are the way to go. Uh, Colin and I have been talking about the uh, ultimate adventure from four-wheeler motor trend are we allowed to name drop that do we get money for that yet <laughs> no. no if no. only oh, damn. no we're gonna get a letter in the mail yeah. that says please don't yeah. don't mention our do de- not talk about don't us mention on our show. dead magazine <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> keep our name out of your mouth um, but there is <laughs> there's an xj on there on tons and it is it's so cool mm. i love on the most i love one? watching that thing go yeah. 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 I think I can't figure out for sure, but I'm pretty sure it's on 42s because it's got the like the 20 inch wheel uh, Patagonias. And I think that means 42s. I don't know for sure. They're ugly tires, but that thing is awesome. It <laughs> yeah, is. It's it looks like an cool. RC car. It's it ridiculous. does because the tires are a hundred percent outside of the body. Yeah. It's, it looks just like an RC car. Yeah. Man, I feel bad for Mike because I'm going to say something that I'm sure he's going to want to comment on and he won't be able to comment on it until he's listening to this in the car. <laughs> but the, I've been watching that as well, and it's it's a lot of fun. It's it's a good thing. They they cover it usually pretty good, but I always feel like they leave some things to be desired. But anyways, um, the thing I was going to say is that the uh, guy that won the Onyx Challenge, 
the bleep and jeep, jeep yeah. people i don't know who that guy yeah okay with an s10 makes a lot yeah. of sense anyways hmm. um it's a cool rig the square body s10 that he's got it's leaf springs front and rear it's 110 stuff uh, as well but i noticed that guy drags the diff on that truck everywhere and i was thinking to myself i wonder if that's because it's a 14 bolt and everybody shaves 14 bolts that are like building crazy rigs and if you're not you know building a wild rock crawl or rock crawling rig you're probably not shaving it down and then obviously it just it sticks way down so i think 40s plus that compared to the guys on 42s which there's a bunch of them in that um uh, on that run so i think that's also a thing that we're probably going to see more and more and more of is you know jk's and jails on 42s and then everything else to follow mm-hmm. so race to the big tire <laughs> Anyways, Big it just seemed like it yep. was dragging that all over the place, whereas some of the people, no problem at all. I believe Colin made an excellent observation about my Jeep because I've been doing all of the work to it while it's sitting on jack stands. Mm-hmm. And the the height that it's sitting, I believe Colin <laughs> mentioned that uh, it would be at 42s. Ah. <laughs> so a great, uh, like, mock-up of, of the future <laughs> just how tall it yeah. would sit so, yeah something to look forward to yeah how, how long do you think you I'll can have to practice keep jumping up into it. <laughs> around the block maybe man i would love to find out <laughs> your driving style would uh whew, getting out of the shop yeah. might be tricky yeah mm-hmm. it didn't make it out of the shop exactly <laughs> yeah it's uh, Especially so to continue on with the the vehicle update. Yeah, please do. Um I managed to so while waiting for the carrier for the rear, I was doing some work on the front and um that fortunately I didn't have to cut the carrier apart. It's an open front, so it just tore up the ring and pinion. Um, new ring and pinion on there, got everything shimmed up, started mocking up the, the pinion preload, uh, technical jargon, got a really nice pattern on the ring and pinion. And I see there's a, a spider gear with a broken tooth. And I went, damn it. <laughs> so the only logical thing, because I have this really nice pattern, I spent all this time getting up, crawling back down. Again, it's it's on jack stand, so I'm getting on a creeper, rolling under it, doing all this stuff, and then getting up, changing shims. It's a lot of freaking work. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to get a lunchbox for the front, I've decided. So it was kind of between a helical... Um, because our good friend Jeff Bezos, uh, please sponsor us. He has killer deals on the helical gears, uh, <laughs> differentials, as well as the lunchbox, but went with the lunchbox because that's tried and true. Wouldn't have to reset uh, the uh, nice pattern that I have. All I have to do is put actual bearings on rather than the setup bearings and <laughs> and go from there. So waiting on that to show up and then I'm certain I will break more things. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I'm curious to see what your experience is like with that. I know that, uh, again, Mike, sh- shout out to Mike. He, he's he gone through all these combos, it seems like, and he has all the, uh, you know, he's... He's a he's, fantastic resource when it comes to Jeep stuff. He oh, has yeah. had so many different configurations. And yeah, I'm really eager to hear what what he has to say, his input, but also knowing our different driving styles Mm -hmm. well yeah they're a little different he doesn't i don't recall him having in our time you know around each other having a manual uh off-road rig though too so that obviously makes a big difference um just because you're always giving it not full shock but you know when you're clutch off there's no no damper i've always you know as we touched on previous podcasts you know I kind of follow you guys into certain trends and when we were into like lowered cars and how I was into drifting and stuff like that, the manual is that's the pinnacle. That's there's no separation between driver and machine and learning more and more about how to drive off road and these different trails and that you kind of need this buffer of a, a hydraulic magic transmission box. <laughs> um, it makes a huge difference. Seeing you guys not stall things is <laughs> kind of got me jealous. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's like the age old thing. And, and it like, it does carry out in off road. There are definitely people that are the same as the car world where they really want a manual. Um, they exist and there's plenty of them. And, they're, that's fine. They, um, that's a thing you can, you can do, but I, I think I do really like on a decline, a really steep yeah. decline. I can just put it in first and it's just cruise control for me and watching yeah. you ding dongs hit the brake pedal <laughs> just makes me so happy. Yeah. Yeah. Mine's now mine's even worse. I, I don't know why that's a, that's a thing I got to figure out, but it'll like, <laughs> idle up in second gear no matter what i'm doing and which that's like 30 miles an hour so it's got a mind of its range own, i yeah. guess but more it, power yeah it's like hey let's go faster why are you going so slow <laughs> well what do you so what's left what do you got to do so at this point i am waiting for the lunchbox for the front um because I do want to make this one of the last times I change gears on this set of axles anyway. <laughs> I did actually get the, uh, I ordered a correct um, inch pound mm. torque wrench to measure pinion preload. So it's, you know, all the old timers will tell you, oh, you, there's just a feel for it. And, you know, if you do enough, you have the feel for it. I haven't done enough. I don't have the feel for it. So. I want to actually put a number on it and then everything can go back together and see what breaks next. Uh, in the interim, there were some other little things I kind of had back burner. Um, I got a reinforced steering box bracket, which anyone who has an XJ off-roading, I'm sure they know what I'm talking about little cast aluminum thing is garbage. Um, 
and then I put a WJ V8 power steering pump on supposed to be an easy bolt on <laughs> it was did the internet tell you that <laughs> yeah yeah internet internet said yeah. so yeah um i don't know colin was around for a lot of it how many days have we been working on that <gasps> like probably three days yeah, i mean yeah, maybe an hour days, or two yeah, here it's not and there much time you know? in each day yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like finding the next what, thing so, what was wrong so the um the power steering pump is bolted to a bracket which is the tensioning portion of the serpentine belt. The bracket is screwed directly into the pump on the XJ. On the WJ bolts just pass right through. So I had to make a trip to Ace the helpful place and find the correct bolts that were just long enough so they didn't go and hit the intake manifold, um, but not short enough that uh, you can't can't get a nut on the other end. So just yeah, right. it's got to be Goldilocks zone. Yeah. Um, what else? The uh, fitting that the power steering or the, excuse me, the pressure line screws into is different, which I found out after installing the new one and you can't get a wrench on it with the pulley there. So you have to remove it, remove the pulley, remove the thing, swap the thing, put the pulley back on. It's, Oh my God. It's, there's so it- many things that do not swap directly over so who the hell said this was a direct swap internet for once being wrong <laughs> incredible does, does it have a press on pulley yes it does oh my yeah. god i hate those. yeah so it's just work it's the stupidest it's thing all in the world work. i hate it <sighs> i want to know who designed that type of pulley and why it lives on power steering pumps predominantly like wh- why I mean, a simple keyway, but like, yeah. like they used to do back in my day, we had a keyway. Back in, the old back days. in my day, is just indexed. <laughs> That's it. You had a a nine sixteenths bolt that held the damn thing on, and you'd lose the key, the Woodruff key, yep. but you'd have a drawer <laughs> full of them from the last eighteen you did. <laughs> I fought the the key for my crank on my engine build for a, I'm going to say a full day, but it was like three evenings, kind of yeah, like your, yeah, your power exactly. steering <laughs> debacle. It's just punctuated. And I had to, it, it ended up being that I had no, none of them would fit my crank and, but they kind of fit, but not enough that it would fall in all the way so I could get the crank pulley on. So I would push the pulley on, pull the pulley off, push the pulley on, pull the pulley off jammed the thing in there to the point where I had to like figure out a way to get it out. And then I finally modified it just right. I did a lot of at home machine work with a file. Yeah. And go. after That's a couple of days kind of, of trying shot. that, I <laughs> tapped it in and it stayed there forever. So seems fine. But yeah, yeah you friction well. It. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's, it's not going anywhere. <laughs> Oh man. Well, that's good. I mean, I'm excited to see it back on the road and it really hasn't been that long. So that's good. 
Yeah. For that much damage. I am. Oh yeah. It was carnage for sure. I am excited. I think hearing you guys talk about snow wheeling and I definitely want to see Sean, your truck wheeling in the snow. Um, Colin, this will be your first winter wheeling the waggy in the snow, right? Correct. Yep. So I think it's going to be, yeah, a fun uh, year of firsts for wheeling in the snow. Yeah, I'm excited for for all that and for Colin, other Colin's truck, because it's cool. Yeah, also another first. Big. (laughs) Yeah. That'll be good. But that's going to be the Um, recovery vehicle, right? Because he's got winches. Front and he's rear. heavy. Yeah, dual winches. Yeah. So he'll be able to yeah, he'll be able to pull me out when he's stuck. It'll be perfect. <laughs> he'll be able to pull a tree down from both sides and just crush it completely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, as we found out with uh Colin's uh JK recently, the Campfire Passport Rental JK, by the way. So if anybody uh you can rents email secret RSVP been... at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, these things never get taken off pavement, of course, because they're in pristine, perfect condition always. But I did drag it down a hill with my winch, which was pretty fun. Yep. Yeah, I heard about that. Turns that out was... that there's got to be a physics lesson in there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your your winch and your heavy car <laughs> trying to go uphill. Yeah. <laughs> I thought the LS was supposed to make yeah. things lighter. It is 250 pounds lighter, but that's not a lot when we're talking about 5,800 or whatever. Um, yeah, if uh, I don't, I definitely talked about the last time I got stuck in that exact same spot on the podcast. But I, I guess I, w- I wouldn't say exact same because I'm definitely this time I made it at least six feet further up the hill um, and around the rock that I previously got stuck on, and then found a new rock that I couldn't get over, which I don't know, stupid mistake. Just like the last time it was, it was almost exactly the same scenario. It was afternoon. Hey, this will only take an hour, which is the nail in the coffin for me. Every That's single time I got to stop doing that here is it's <laughs> yeah. only going to take X. Yeah. And you had to do it out there too. You, I, I tried. We can just do it. We can just do it at your house, Sean. Don't like it's not a big deal. No, no, I, I can't be at my house. <laughs> I wanted to get out. <laughs> I wanted to get out. New puppy. That was like I was like, you know, if I just could get out of the house for a little bit, it'd be nice. Get out in the the world and nice fresh air. And so we went out, and the so much video, fresh air. I think went. Went great. Everything was nice. It was a great backdrop. I really liked what we did there. Yep. Uh, and Colin got the right audio this time. Everything was good. And then I said, I'm going to try that thing again really <laughs> quick. And then I said, if things go really sideways, I'll just back down. I won't push it too far this time because we're not, I'm not, Gravity. Know, not looking to spend all night out here. Gravity is going to help too. Yeah. So what, what happened? I drove up there. I got stuck. And then I thought, what if I went a little further and got unstuck? And I did <laughs> until I got stuck again. <laughs> and then it was very, very, very beached. And it's like the most embarrassing stuck to put out <laughs> because it doesn't look like anything. And it really isn't that big of a deal. Like the, it's not 
that bad. But that dirt is like washed out enough and the rocks are flipped up in a certain way. I don't know, but I just basically planted my axle over a rock and anybody that's not familiar uh, 80 series land cruisers from the factory at least have steering on the back of the axle instead of the front of the axle so the tie rod is underneath the uh, diff and it goes across obviously um because that's how that's that's how steering tends to work is <laughs> it turns both, both. <laughs> <laughs> anyways in the same uh, direction indicated by the steering wheel <laughs> Which yeah, is a circle yeah, so you can turn it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, back to Tyson for the technical bits. <laughs> I'm the guy Sean Anyways. calls. <laughs> uh, you are. <laughs> I didn't call you for this one, though, because your Jeep is still lighter, I think, and broken. Uh, yeah, I would have taken both yeah, so of Yeah, so anyways, the I backed into... I packed the axle into the rock and I didn't really think it was that bad until I couldn't turn anymore. And I was like, man, something's weird. Uh, maybe I popped a power steering line or something. And I Colin's like, uh, looks like you bent your tie rod. And I was like, Oh, okay. I think you maybe said, it looks like you bent something. And I was like, okay. And I looked under there and it was like, Oh my God, <laughs> it's got like six inches of bend in it. Probably it, it touched the, uh, pinion of the third member or like the lower, you know, casting part, um, which sucks. And it was also bent up about half that distance. So it made a nice little V. Um, and that's quarter inch DOM. Like it's not, it's not like a factory tie rod. And I have a fun thing that I don't think I told Colin yet after this. And Mike will appreciate because he saved my ass or tried to save my ass. Like he uh, always does. Cause he's the, the best at that. Definitely. Um, so absolutely not to, not to discredit Colin who was there and helped too a lot. Um, but I got, uh, I got super stuck. We, we kept, we kept pushing it and pushing it and pushing it. And finally, uh, in the grand scheme of pushing it, I uh, popped my front drive line off somehow too. It's not broken. It, it, the bolts hit this boulder that I was planted on. And I think it just kind of spun the bolts and bent them and, they might not have been all, maybe they weren't perfectly tight when I you know, was out there and I, I didn't recheck it and they're brand new and I, I should have, but again, I was just going to do a, a real quick thing. <laughs> so anyways, I got pretty stuck. And then last time I got stuck like that, we had the Wagoneer and Colin drove behind me, hooked his winch up and just pulled me backwards. And it was great. Worked out perfect. Uh, this time he had the JK. And so he, went behind me and we grabbed a snatch strap and I thought, well, he'll just pull me back. Didn't not even close. Not yeah. didn't budge. <laughs> that's when Colin. Yeah. That's when Colin realized, I think I mean, maybe he'd mentioned it before, but like he really saw that the rock that was holding my tie rod was like taller than my axle. And I had just gone over it completely. So, and there was like a, like a cup almost that it was falling yeah. into and it would just hook the truck. So it wasn't going anywhere. Um, so then we had him go to the top and I pulled my winch out and luckily there was enough cable to get us there. We used, um, the snatch strap as like a girdle kind of thing. Um, and tried and tried and tried and it was not happening. It kept pushing like because of the angle, it was pushing the truck down and onto the rock a little bit more. So 
I don't know where I saw this, but I decided that uh, we could use the snatch strap around a rock, a really big rock that was way higher than the truck. And uh, so we tried that. I think that was a, I'm pretty sure I saw that on Matt's off-road recovery, <laughs> which is of course my favorite YouTube show. Please sponsor us. We'll drive 24 seven, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's see if we can get a YouTube channel to sponsor a YouTube channel. I like this. <laughs> secretrcpgmail.com yeah, email Matt, if you any, want to get a hold of us or for real drive 24 7 either either one yeah <laughs> yeah i mean either one i'm not particular i'll take pretty much anything your american brothers uh, yeah exactly yeah we're so sketchy as fuck too shaped <laughs> yeah. anyways luckily enough that trick worked it worked a treat as uh shano might say and uh got it pulled up there Reset a couple times, got it out. Everything was great. In the meantime, I had called Mike because I was pretty sure there was no way I was going to get it home without different parts. So I had him come to my house, get the other tie rod that I have here, which turns out is my second spare. My first spare, I think I threw away. So that's my fault. Um, and he, he brought it out with some the tools second and everything. Spare generally, keep the first. <laughs> yeah, throw I know. Away the second. I don't know why I did that. That was a bad move. Uh, <laughs> anyways, he brought it out. Bless his bless his heart, and was like, "Hey, this one's got a broken tie rod end." And I was like, "While we were out there, I was like, well, whatever, we'll just fix it, and you know, no big deal." We pull out the truck or truck up to the top of the hill. At that point, I realized it actually could drive. Like it was kind of fine. Um, I pulled my front drive line. I could, it burned the hell out of my wrist on my exhaust because it's all right, <laughs> very tight right there. Um, and and I drove it up like to the top the rest of the way myself. And I thought, oh, okay, maybe it's fine. What I didn't tell the guys is that part of the reason that I pushed that is because I have different tie rod ends on that DOM tie rod, like the big thick one. The factory ones are smaller diameter so even if we would have taken it apart and i would have been able to try to fix the spare i didn't have the right end for it anyways so whatever it was it was fine in hindsight maybe we should have tried to pull it straight from the back to see if it would you know be a little bit easier on the drive home but it's like five miles at most away from my house so it wasn't a big deal so you got triple a I have roadside assistance and I thought about using it. It's, uh, but I didn't. I love it, it AAA, I man. I was so ready to get home. AAA is so yeah. good. I mean, there was yeah. the time. I've used mics before. Um, <laughs> I think it was, it was an Edison run and I broke the Cherokee yeah. and you hung out with me while we waited for the tow truck, which was like an hour and a half away. <laughs> so it took thanks a for while. that. Yeah. 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 Triple A. Yeah, that's uh it's the best. I so I blew a tire out at Klein Butte years ago and uh Mike and I drove the allegedly we drove we drove the rig to the road and he called and they were like, Did this happen off road? Mm -mm. No, definitely not. <laughs> no. Nope. The tire was destroyed too. But that was so in order to get the Jeep from because after I blew up the the axles, the ring gear, um, out at Klein Buttes, I uh, enlisted Jesse's trailer because he brought Raw Dog on the trailer. And, I mean, I saw the trailer and I went, I'm using that. Definitely using that. <laughs> so I ended up using it. We got it to my house. And then 
while I lined up parts and figured out space where I could work on it, I I called AAA when the time came and say, yeah, I need a tow. And they go, oh, my God, are you in a safe space? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm safe. Um, I'm at home. It's at home. Okay. Well, is the vehicle drivable? Definitely not. <laughs> oh, do you have any idea what's wrong with it? Mm, I think... <laughs> It's Got the idea. <laughs> oh no! Because I don't want to let them on that. Like, I'm gonna fix this. I know what's wrong with it. Because yeah. I don't know. I I have this feeling that once AAA figures out that I know how to work on my stuff, they're gonna be like, "Oh fuck you, dude. Do no. it at home." <laughs> You got into this. You can get out of it. (laughs) Triple A is my dad. (laughs) I already told you. I told you once. I told you again. again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, that's... uh... I mean, they got to know, right? They've got to know people are doing stuff like that, but it's just such a low amount compared to the normal I will say, idiots who just run out of gas. Completely unrelated to anything four-wheel drive, one of my favorite AAA things was um, Kate and I were in Portland. I had driven my Volvo lowered car. Um, we're, I think, downtown somewhere, but we went to a bar had some drinks. It wasn't smart to drive. And I thought, (laughs) what if? So I, I called AAA always sunny episode. And (laughs) I don't know if it was, you know, I felt like I was speaking in perfectly normal English, (laughs) but apparently the, the operator could tell. And she said, is this a tipsy toe? And I went, you have a term for it. Because <laughs> it was, I just started with a, I don't a special know. special service for this? My car won't start. <laughs> Could I get it towed back? And yes, we will be riding with the driver. So please. Can he make a stop along the way? Yeah. I'm pretty sure it'll start in the morning when I'm sober. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm like a hundred. I'm pretty certain that there's a, either a league or an always sunny episode about this very thing. It might it's be genius. it's always, or I mean, it might be the league because I think it's uh, what's his name, Richard or uh, Richard Nick Kroll's <laughs> character, whatever. I think he does that. <laughs> well, because he's just shady enough to do it, just like. He- <laughs> <laughs> Of course, you didn't. You didn't pull it off. So there is that. You're, you're too honest to be able to make it happen all the yeah, way. Yeah, it didn't make it happen. But I mean, nothing bad happened. But yeah, didn't pull it off. Dang. Well, they have a term for it. Been though. a better it's story. A tipsy toe. Tipsy toe. Maybe just I mean, start. Maybe you just call and be honest. Yeah, honesty is the best policy, right? <laughs> hey, I need a tipsy toe. Hey, I'd like to get a tipsy toe. <laughs> Oh, hold on. Let me transfer you to the TT department. We see you're up to four uh, this year. That's a problem. We're going to need you to problem. enlist in double A. Mm. 
it's a sister program from AAA. Oh my god. <laughs> Anyways, I luckily didn't have to use AAA. <laughs> right. You only get four toes a year, so just yeah. If well, I my son has um, <laughs> used his toes for the year. So lowered cars, man. That's pretty lowered sweet. Cars. Lowered cars. Yeah. There's there's a whole other conversation to be had there. But that's a different podcast. You know, not different podcast. Not for today. <laughs> uh, I did fix my my tie rod. I got a new one. Um, I Marlon Crawler wouldn't sell me just the, the rod. Also, they were out of the entire kit, and I didn't want the entire kit, so I went to Trail Gear, your f- local friendly source for cheap Chinese stuff that works pretty well. So, um, we'll see. I lined it with Mike's. Um, uh, what what brand are they? Not Barnes, I don't think. I don't know. He's got the um, uh, the you know the plates, toe plates. Yeah. That's what I'm looking for. Toe plates. Yeah. Oh man. Those things are a game changer. I have done many a tape measure alignment and I hate it every single time. Now, most of the time it's lowered cars and that is much more of a pain in the ass yeah. than big trucks. <laughs> yeah. But holy shit, being able dude, to just those... like climb under the truck to do something. What a godsend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I can reach. A... There was a time where I, I'd, high centered so many things and bent the transmission cross member up that my four wheel drive linkage wouldn't work. I just pop the linkage off, just get under there, move it with my hand. No worries. <laughs> if it were a lower no car, we got to bust out how many blocks of two by fours, two by six, and yeah. then get the low profile yeah. jack out. <sighs> so dumb. Yeah. So dumb. So dumb. I love them. I still love yeah, them. Yeah, I still I can't help one. myself. <laughs> Trucks are a lot easier. Yeah. But that's why I'm breaking the truck and not the lowered car. That's right. Because you got the, I mean, it's easier to break. <laughs> so easy. Easier to fix. Guys, watch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I still don't have four-wheel drive, though. I haven't put my front drive line back on. So I, I made, I put out into the world, Hey, let's try to go snow wheeling this week before it's the week of Thanksgiving. So before everybody's like doing family stuff. And as I said that, I was like, it's going to be a little stretch cause I'm going to have to put this back together, but <laughs> we'll see what happens. And here we are. I don't think we're going, so it's fine. Hmm. Actually maybe on Sunday, but, um, okay. Anyways, different thing. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Colin, you said you had a thing. What's your thing? I did have a thing. I was, uh, it was, so it was something kind of stupid because uh, it was one of those, you know, laying in bed scrolling things. And, uh, you know, every once in a while, kind of like how we do, the, we'll all toss a, a clip from the podcast in. And it was like one of those clips and it was some car podcast. Uh, and it frustrated me to the point where I just, I scrolled past it because I, it was the stupidest, one of the stupidest things I've ever heard someone say. And it just made me think, so we're just saying stuff now. We're not, we're, there's, there's literally no, like, we're just saying it to say it because we want to get people to 
argue on the internet about it or something react. like that. Yeah. Yeah. The reaction and is what it's worth. It, so the question was, which even the question is totally stupid because it, it, there's no comparison between these two things. But this is the question was K swap or LS swap. Mm-hmm. Okay. These are mm-hmm. not comparable things for one. We'll, we'll just, we'll just say that. <laughs> sure. And then the guy goes, neither. 350 like as in a carbed 350 that was, that's he would the worst rather answer. swap that and he goes he goes it's gonna cost you like fifty thousand dollars to get any power out of an ls what i'm sorry <laughs> no, <laughs> when, no when was that i the mean case? sure doesn't <laughs> if he's talking like fifty thousand horsepower sure <laughs> sure yeah i'm i'm gonna say yeah, so i, I think know I, a- sean is gonna back me up on this that a k series is better than a small block chevy <laughs> oh, like, yeah. well yeah turbo k24 <laughs> that too <laughs> that sounds Again, cool it, like colin started this here this is context based right yeah. like if i had a miata and i had those three options I might pick a K swap. If I had a uh, 64 C10, definitely going to do an LS, right? Like that, that's kind of, I might do a K swap. I don't know. <laughs> that's like the way that that works, right? But like without any context, that's stupid. And a 350, like, okay, maybe the guy's got a, what I'm, who knows, whatever vehicle that he thinks that belongs in. Maybe sure, but it's still it stupid. Was, and it wasn't even that though. There was no. It doesn't it, make any He had sense. no context for it other than that the the K swap isn't worth it, and an LS doesn't make enough power. But apparently, the the three fifty a carbureted <laughs> three fifty makes power. Like, and I I just I mean, it, sure. like it's literally just saying true, things just I to guess. say it. That's all it was, and I was just like I. I can't deal with this. And I just like, I didn't look at whose podcast it was or anything. Cause I was like, you guys are completely out. Like I'm not, if I see this come across my thing again, Colin's over at the cork board with the red string. Just (laughs) (laughs) middle of the night. I can see him just run away to the garage. I got to figure this out. I can't sleep. I saw a, not not the same kind of thing, but I saw a uh, Instagram reel from I think it's like Brand Brendan Schaub. He's a like comedian guy, right? Yeah. Or he's a Joe Rogan adjacent kind of guy. Brendan Brendan Schaub, that's it. I think it's him, but I'm I might have to double check my work here because I don't want to say this if it's not him, but I'm going to say it anyways. He like has this Instagram reel where he buys a uh, Lightning, uh, you know, a second generation Lightning. Oh. Not McQueen. Got it. In Yep, no, Ford Lightning, sorry. F one fifty Lightning. Uh second generation. Not the electric one. No, the round bubbly one. <laughs> the bubbly one with the supercharger. Yep. Takes it apparently to a dyno and it makes like 180 wheel horsepower. And then he says to the camera that like there's all sorts of fuckery going on with this thing and it's like way too modified, blah, 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 blah. Can't figure out what's wrong with it. The dyno shop says, well, I don't know. Because it's just a tuner, probably not a, an actual mechanic shop. So he takes it to a Ford dealership, 
Why? I don't know. Because it's a four. And they tell him, quote, the, e- the problem is the ECU is from o- some Australian Mondio or something. Like he, nice. he makes like some word up. A- and I'm like, oh my, oh my God. Oh my God. And so I just kind of let it like slide for a second, but, and I just was going to move past it. I wasn't going to get the string board out and try to figure it out. I was just going to move right past it. But you know how Instagram the now Illuminati. does this thing where it shows you like, <laughs> shows you like the top comment yes, when, when it goes that. away. Yeah. And the top comment was like, this guy doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. And then I was like, oh, I got to read the comments. So I, start, I start reading the comments and people are just blowing him up. There's one that was just like, you don't know anything. You know, so there's actually a term for this. I believe it's Cunningham's Law that okay. the, the best way to find the right answer is to not ask a question but to post the wrong answer because you immediately get Hmm. just a billion people saying you're wrong. This is the correct information. So I can't wait for someone to say in the comments that it's not Cunningham's law. (laughs) You're you're right. (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) Hell yeah. Best way to get the right answer on the internet. So on the internet specifically. Yeah, Yeah, it's specifically the internet. to ask a question. It's to post the wrong answer. And yeah, Yeah. I'd say that that absolutely rings true. (laughs) There was a guy guy on uh, uh, Instagram that was talking about how he's a programmer, like a code. He codes for a living. And if he ever has a problem, he's got two Reddit accounts. And one of them, he pretends that he's a girl. And so he'll post <laughs> the question and then he'll answer it as a girl. And then everyone will correct the girl. Like, no, no, no. But they won't answer the question. Like, if he just posted Man. it, they wouldn't answer the question. But, like, yeah, same thing. Just oh, like, no. Humans are so dumb. Like, it's the only way. Yeah. 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 It's the incel answer. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, man. Bye, Mike. It was nice of him to join us for a little bit. <laughs> I'm not was gone. Nice. Uh, well, you missed a lot. Sounds like it. I had a uh, uh, normal bedtime all the way up until Miles didn't dry off his feet, jumped up onto a wooden stool to brush his teeth, fell off the wooden stool, and hit his face oh, no. into the same wooden stool. It was like a... Uh, <laughs> Like on Scooby-Doo, when they just flip exactly where they are and land on their face, <laughs> just like that. Uh, and so then it turned into a, we're going we're gonna to calm down from this. We're going to figure this out. Oh, my God. All while wearing a Batman towel, the one that has like the hood and the ears and everything. <laughs> so I'm, I'm like walking oh to the other room to go get his jammies ready. And all I see is this black streak and <laughs> bam. Oh, my God. Oh, poor guy. I see you've uh, replaced your Jeep with a piece of exercise equipment. Yes. Uh, Smart. I, That's a good move. I figure if the, the cheapest way to off-road is with your own two feet. Um, so I'm going to start getting into shape. Uh, no. We Hell yeah. But that we don't Regular know backpacking yet. instead of car backpacking. Got it. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> right. Yeah. I always, every time I've been Old snowshoeing, school. I think this is like really slow snow wheeling <laughs> with a lot more effort. Yeah. I don't hate it. Uh, oh, a lot I more effort it. until the not for me. in comparison until the uh, the rig gets <laughs> well, stuck. Then 
typically we're putting yeah. in a hell of a lot more effort to get unstuck than you would just walking. <laughs> it evens exactly. out. Exactly. I've also never gotten myself stuck snow <laughs> snowshoeing. <laughs> I've gotten myself stuck snow wheeling many times. Snowshoe wheeling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I could I could turn the I heater. I wish up. I had the snowshoes a lot of times. <laughs> yeah, I could turn the heater up while we're snow wheeling, and uh, mm, yeah. yeah, much warmer. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, we went over a bunch of build updates that were not really updates. Mostly, it was just talking about Tyson's broken Jeep and how he's fixing it. Yeah, I'm so excited and about slowly. that. Slowly. Yep. And we made a bunch of bold claims about Dana 30s that you're going to yell out when you hear this oh. uh, in the car in a, in a week or whatever. So that's fine. Um, I did Google it, by the way. And so just that's all I want to say. Yeah, it's got the fantasy gussets <laughs> and ball joints and all that other stuff. It's the Dana 44 from the same era, but it does. Didn't say that. Oh, they, they do. It's the, the gussets you can buy are the exact same because the outer seas are like the exact same. You can use the same hubs as the Rubicon 44s of the same era, um, but the ring gear is a little bit smaller, and that's the the fusible link there on most of those, unfortunately. Shrinkage. Hmm. Yeah. Shrinkage. Well, uh, how about your rig? Oh, I got I got all I got all my insurance stuff, uh, which is great. Yeah. So I, I told that story on here already, right? That I got. Yes, I so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so all that stuff showed up. I now had at my aluminum steering, uh, which is apparently fine, but we can talk about that in depth another day, depending on how much time you guys have. Um, oh, man. I have a much bigger <laughs> transfer case skid. Um, I have a new uh, transmission cross member that is like three times as thick and beefy, so that won't get destroyed anymore. I have sliders now. I have a, a swing-away tire carrier bumper. I have a full-size spare. Uh, with a matching tire, the same tire wow. on my spare, which I'm really excited same about. Same wheel too, right? I know. Yeah, yeah. It's what all matching. So, well, f I had the same wheel on there for some time. Uh, I just had a 35 inch tire that was <laughs> similar. It wasn't even the same, you know, brand, uh, and not the 37 inch size that it needed to be. So, otherwise, uh, that's about it. I didn't do, I have exhaust manifolds, I bought those, they're right here. Uh, uh, I still <laughs> just turn the um, uh, check engine light off every morning instead of fixing those. Uh, Are they cr they're yeah. so little. Are they cracked or something? Yeah, uh, exhaust manifolds are cracked. And then I have some sort of um, like gas vapor system leak that apparently is, is from when it fell on its side either there's like a ball valve somewhere that either like gets flipped and you have to replace some sort of the emissions vapor system etc uh, that shows up as the gas cap being loose constantly so i have both of those some sort of man fancy cars some sort of evap thing yeah and it sucks and it's it's just as likely that I have a problem with the EVAP at 160,000 miles as it's this like you roll over sensor that goes mad if you do that so that it doesn't leak gasoline out of the EVAP system. Um, but I've replaced that part once already and it didn't go away. Um, hmm. So I don't know. So it's just I, a gas I cap might thing. never do anything about it. Yeah, I've had three <laughs> gas caps on it. I even went so far as to go get a Mopar one. That's not the gas cap. I know it's so mad. Every time, too, they'll see a gas cap for sale. It's like, 
ah, uh, you know, it's like $14. I might as well try again. <laughs> like, nope. Still, nope. Still the same, huh? Shoot. It did go away for like, I don't know, three weeks at one point. And then it just started. Is it like a weather difference? No. <laughs> like, Barometric no pressure idea. was unusually low. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was, it was after oh, I put God. the bumper on. I put that new uh, tire carrier <laughs> bumper on, and it went that away for it. a couple weeks. And I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, like, until the, the spring settled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Weird. So, uh, when we built the Gambler 500 car, the lifted Crown Vic, it had that silly Ford uh, like shock shutoff yep. scenario. We found that out in Where the desert. Where you had to do the... Yeah, the little uh, reset that's in like the passenger footwell thing. Yeah, like this was in the yeah. trunk for some reason, if I remember. Oh, right. okay. But wherever it was, mm-hmm. it it stranded us for a while uh, <laughs> until I figured it out. It's just <laughs> one little button. <laughs> oh, oh my god! Well, I mean, so imagine dumb. you're going. Imagine you're driving your eight-inch lifted Crown Vic on donk suspension at fifty <laughs> miles an hour through some very minor whoops. <laughs> I do having the time every of day. your life and all of a sudden it just dies and you're like, Oh man, did we not put gas in this thing? What's wrong? No, it's got gas. It's got this, it's got that all this, like what's wrong with this. And we're a car full of car guys. Not one person in the car didn't know what was, you know, anything about cars. <laughs> and finally I just sat there and Googled it until somebody was like, Hey, did you try the, like a fuel shutoff valve or something i forget what it actually is a rollover valve i think that's what it's called yeah it's a fuel safety something like that yeah so sure enough i found that thing click the button and off we went (laughs) and the crazy thing i think we bypassed it after that because there's like a way to bypass it so you don't have that problem yeah smart because i jumped it two weeks later and broke both front shocks before the race (laughs) race the rally i guess we'll call it so I was going to ask if you had a hammer. Yeah, I'm trying yeah. to remember. Framing. I might have actually been driving when the fuel cutoff happened too. Hmm. So, so it's a you problem. Uh, maybe nice. I was bad luck. Yeah. Might have been bad luck. Yeah. So like yeah. one of the Oops. highest uh, aggregate mileage vehicles in the world, most reliable, you know, 500, 600,000 mile vehicles. Sean broke twice. Yeah, but they were all dumb things, right? <laughs> <laughs> you should. I think they actually make like reasonable suspension parts for those now, but they were just starting to get popular. So the only lift kit we could find was literally, it was like donkparts.com or something. <laughs> and it was like $199. Man, I and wish I like, had a reputable that source URL. for. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got like a notepad esque, like printed out thing uh, for the instructions. And it was basically like, yeah, put the springs in. Hmm. End of story. Xerox copy of a (laughs) post-it. Yeah, exactly. It was not good. Not good at all. I saw, um, we talked about SEMA two podcasts ago or something like that, but I I don't know if I mentioned this. It was kind of cool. I saw the Donkmaster guy and his group of people like no only two cars so just him and one other guy do the roll in and the roll out um, like of the actual show floor. Yeah. It was cool. I, I think donks are awesome. I think that you have to have probably like a mild sense of humor to like really be into them. And I'm not super into them. I just think they're like outrageous and cool. And I always wondered what it would be like 
to see one try to turn a 90 degree corner and it delivers. <laughs> it's great because they're th- those two at least are like outrageous. You can radius like the motors. fenders only so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, that circle moves in <laughs> other dimensions. Those are 10 it's, second cars. Like, like, yeah, they're fast cars. Yeah, it's and uh. They don't have great turning radius. But God, they look good doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Give everybody a good chance to watch them, you know, hanging out for a little bit. But so it's like akin to uh, the real VIP cars that are static and crazy low and only have like Mm -hmm. a quarter of a steering wheel turn in order to do any turning, but just like completely opposite of (laughs) why. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Same problem, different way to get there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They've arrived at the same place. <laughs> mhm. So far yet so close. I think we can all appreciate some level of those just weird car culture things, donks, bipu VIP cars, but I think I can speak for all of us that the Carolina squat can go away. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a big fan. I will so that's that's an interesting thing. I think a well done brodozer is is in that realm for me of like, oh yeah, oh. I can appreciate that it's like this one's done well, the other ones are car- garbage or whatever, but the squat thing is too much. That's I just would rather see far. like put a brodozer into like a CTSV, because that's they're definitely not gonna be into a Lexus. They're not, not gonna be into a Mercedes. Like Put them in a luxury American car and spend that kind of money on it. But the the huge wheels, like we had a that Hummer Ugh. that was in the shop God. on there were twenty fours, twenty fours, like thirty sevens <laughs> on thirty. So twenty fours aren't even that big anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, his low profile mud terrains sure made them <laughs> look awfully mm, big yeah. and stupid. Yeah. Yeah, not my favorite thing. Yeah. But that's a personal opinion and no one asked for it. <laughs> that's true. I think the, I think literally this is the only place Thanks where we're still listening. For this is it's called a yeah. podcast. We're supposed to just <laughs> sit here and talk. So Tyson, you got any more? Boy do I. <laughs> but we're gonna save some content for later. <laughs> yeah. We don't want to go dry here. We've yeah, done right. we've done over an hour, so we don't want to be yeah. pushing it too far on Tyson's thoughts. <laughs> if if you have any requests, uh email secretrsvp at gmail.com. Please. That's right. Please. Hey Colin, that's a great shirt idea. Just a shirt <laughs> that says secretrsvp at gmail.com. <laughs> Please. <laughs> yeah. The inside jokes just keep getting deeper. <laughs> more yeah. and more inside. Yeah. 40% of us will buy one. <laughs> I mean, that one, I'm sold on that one. Uh, we got to get the word out. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. How else are we going to get the word out if we're not? Doing it through Mike's email address. I, I think it's the only way. And then on the back, like and subscribe. <laughs> That's right. Like, comment, like, and comment, and subscribe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, sorry. I'm a bit of an introvert, so I don't, I don't comment on things. <laughs> I am. Uh, I'm the opposite. 
I'll tell you what I think every single time. 